Live from the home office of Ag Solutions Network, it's the Ag Emerge Podcast. We're here to move the ag paradigm forward by helping you regenerate your soils using new ideas, research, and emerging technologies. Get ready to improve your soils, your crops, your livestock, and your family's livelihood. I'm Kim Sheese. And I'm Monty Bottoms. And we're your hosts. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everyone. From California on today's Ag Emerge podcast, we have an opportunity to catch up with Scott Park, one of our presenters at Ag Emerge 2019. Scott is an organic farmer from Meridian, California, which is north of Sacramento. He grows rice, tomatoes, many other crops on his farm up there. 100% organic and dedicated to doing things right. He's really had to innovate and come up with ideas to apply uh, growing crops in a, an effective manner on a large scale. So it's a lot of fun to be able to catch up to Scott and, and talk to him about what he learned and took away from Aggie Merge and the changes he's already made in making progress towards accomplishing his goals. Now I will apologize in the meantime, we have some background noises because uh, we had just completed a soil health conference at uh, Picenis Ranch in Picenis, California. And there's some folks that are walking behind us and getting in their vehicles and leaving. But I'm sure you can make out what we're saying and uh, can enjoy that nonetheless. So take a listen and hope you enjoy today's episode of the Ag Emerge podcast. Scott, thank you for spending a little time here with me today. We're, we're at Picenis Ranch in Picenis, California. Uh, what did we just finish up doing? Well, I think uh, certainly grazing is the ticket in grazing combination with, uh, uh, well, either grazing for grazing sake or grazing for the health of the soil for growing cash crops. So from my perspective, it certainly gives me a lot of reason to question and look at my own farm and, and how we can introduce both and still have a really profitable system. So about a month ago when we were at Ag Emerge together, you were talking about, I think just then you'd gotten the sheep, correct? We started the sheep in the field, right. Yeah, and now about a month later, how's that project going so far? Uh, it's going well, except for I'm finding everything we do in our farm, we control. And uh, this grazing part, we're going to, of course, go through with the custom this year, but uh, I'm, in fact, one of the people at this gathering, I'm already talking about if he wants to come in he has a lot of grazing experience and kind of ramrod the whole grazing thing and us do it ourselves uh, next year. Because I, I, there's no question I see the value in it, but, but I don't like the kind of not having the control, the way it flows through the fields and, and the way our ground is and our, the criticalness of timing, of planning. So, the, you know, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. And so I think I need to have more control. Okay. So it's not eliminating the grazing. It's it's adding. It's doing the grazing, but it's doing it trying to do it that matches our farming system. Now, do you think you'll get to year-round grazing, or you'll still have you'll control somebody else's animals? Do you plan on getting your own? No, that's own what I plan on flock? getting my own and have okay. uh, and hiring somebody to run the whole show. We've so already, you're you're all in. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah, well, yeah, no, because. It, I mean, it's a win-win. I, I, right now, unless there's some severe 
compaction problems like it's super wet up where we are right now and so it, it, this is one thing if we're going to test it we're giving it the biggest test right now is, is we've gotten a super amount of rain for for our area so so we'll see what that carries through but if it makes you feel any better when I, when I tried grazing livestock I, we we had the same thing going on we had the the wettest conditions possible so like a week after we received the animals we got six inches of rain and then so we intentionally put them on one spot and then we grazed and then when we had another wet spell about a month later we put them back on that same spot and then we came in and no-till planted on top of that spot and guess what we found the yield was actually higher Real. we didn't have a negative impact so it's just some things are just counterintuitive until you really try them on your own farm like you're oh. doing you just you don't know oh. so I'm sure you're not going to put your entire farm into this at once, right? You probably have a, a crawl, walk, run approach, or are you just full on running, sprinting as, as well, you can? Well, I might. Well, this year it's going to be crawl, walk, and then if it works, um, you know, we've got to go to that run point. And some of it's the same as, as every part of a phase of a farm. There's economy of size. So, and, and some of that's hiring. Like, I don't have time. My son doesn't have time. We're rural, our world full almost all year. And so if we hire somebody, and we want to hire somebody good, you know, we've got to have enough going on to warrant him. And so, so we're actually going to do a lot of cost analysis in the next couple of weeks before things get crazy. Thanks to some of your help uh, at lunchtime yesterday uh, on running these numbers of steer and weight and what can get it. But I mean, crunch it seriously and look at it but your question you asked about if it's year round um a lot of that will just be an evolution over the next few years like right now he's the person who we're looking at hiring he's already going well i want to contact sierra pacific that in the summer we can use it but really if we have this tool and and then we're doing interplanning like in my mind i see that we can get an almost full year run out of it of it just in other words i spend a huge amount well, I mean, I, I on, on our our farm, we're, we're spending close to four hundred thousand dollars a year on compost. So if I can get one, just some of that back, plus all the benefits to the health of the soil and the microbial activity, you know, it, it, the cost of paying someone. If I'm almost, it's like if, even if I'm trading dollars on the sheep, that I, I'm knocking the compost down and I'm getting all my ground that much healthier. So you're really, so you're really looking at taking an expense stream of the compost inputs and, yeah, and, and turning it into an income in, stream right. with, with the, uh, meat, right. whether it be lamb or right. or, or cattle, or, or, or and or, or the or income stream be. of the crop and the profit of the and, ongoing self right. health improvements. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. That's thinking different, right? <laughs> for my area, yeah, it's for any area radical that I might be, uh, you know, thrown out of the county. But but you know, it's like I've gotten where I think I am by not following the crowd. I'm I'm doing what I see is the best, and sometimes it's not the way other people think. And and frankly, I, as long as I don't hurt someone's feelings, I really don't care. So what what's your quote? You're a normal farmer. Farming abnormally, uh, or normal California normal farm. California farm, farm farming abnormal. abnormally. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Very true. But I mean that that willingness to be different, that mindset, right? Right. That's what allows you to to venture into these things. 
Right. Yeah. No, I'm not afraid of doing something different. And I'm also, um, I don't expect instant results. I, I, I've learned through time that some of the stuff, particularly in the soil world, it's going to take time. So I'm looking at where, where are we going to, like, I feel our farm's in a really good place now for environmentally and, and all the things. And we're making good money, taking good care of our people. But I just, uh, you know, I listen to you, I listen to Gabe and other people, and I'm going, all this makes perfect sense. We can ratchet it up the next level. We're, say, say there's eight levels, you know, maybe Gabe and you are, are, are at, at seven and eight, and maybe I'm at four. Well, I think I can get to six or seven. Or maybe you're at nine. Well, yeah. but, no. <laughs> but, so, no, is, but don't you think we're at different levels in different respects? So, like, everybody that was in the room here today or everybody that was in the room at Aggie Merge, don't you feel that you know you're you're much further down the road in organic production than anybody else who was in that room, right? But maybe Gabe's much further along on the integrated livestock and marketing it than others. And I think we all can we're all at different levels in in, in different ports that, that we can learn from each other. Oh yeah, no you know, question. And, and how to I how guess, to apply I, that and and really coach each other too. Uh, you know, bounce ideas off right. of each other. And, and, and this and is the new, and that, and you're right, you know, like I got a lot out of the Ag Emerge just from, from thoughts being bounced around and, and, and whether it's good or bad, a lot of my farming world has just been me because I've been, I, I've been, I didn't start with roots <laughs> in the area, you know, for the most part, I pioneered a lot of the ways that things are being, that I'm doing it. And, uh, you know, I've gotten some input from the university and frankly, some of the input maybe wasn't the best input, but, but so it's good for me to start getting more in the flow of people who have really good ideas that can bring my farm to a higher level. Well, first off, I, I want to thank you for what you shared with everybody there, because there were several farmers that, that conventional farmers saw what you were doing in an organic system. And we're just amazed by the tomato yields that you were getting and, and how you were doing what you're doing with no inputs or, right. or minimal inputs. Right. So you, you made some some big impressions, and, and I thank you for sharing with folks. But if if you're like me, you know, probably when I'm driving home here today, there'll be something I wish I would have talked to you about, and I forgot. I would imagine that maybe at Aggie Merge, there was, you know, whether time limitations or, or kind of we went a different direction, Anything come to mind that you kind of wish you would have shared with the group while you were there? One or one or two things, or just those things that were maybe you left that when you left were left unsaid. Well, that was a pretty progressive group, so I, I think you know. No, there wasn't really much left unsaid. I didn't finish my talk because there was a lot that went back. In fact, I probably covered about thirty percent of it. Um, so we'll have to have you back. <laughs> but but that part of itself was really good. I, and, and the ability just to, and especially, I think, it, and it, I, I wouldn't, uh, I don't say anything on Ag Emerge needs improvement. Uh, 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 maybe a, a better chance sometimes to have been just in, in a situation with just farmers a little bit more one-on-one. -on -one. And But some of that's just my personality. It's like, I don't seek going to talk to people. It's just the way I am. I'm used to being by myself. So I might come across as being standoffish and, and I don't mean to be that way. It's just, you know, I spend a lot of days every day by myself. And so that's the way, that's the way I am. But no, Ag Emerge was, uh, was really thought provoking. It was really good for my wife and my son. Also, I'd say the best was for my son um, because he's, 
he, he hasn't been in that environment enough of having these other ways of thinking. It's only been me, so that's been really good. And, and I do have to say, that's as good a food and as good of a setting as I've ever been in a two-day conference. Yeah, I I, uh, I was as skinny as you before I, <laughs> before I went there. No, it was it, it, it was it was absolutely first class. Absolutely, yeah, we we were treated really well, and and that that makes it even more no, enjoyable. It's a great, so. Oh, it's such a good environment. Yeah. But no, I I uh, again I thank you. I thank you for your leadership. I thank you for your willingness to be to to not worry about what everybody else is thinking, and and really look at your resources, your farm. And what what is near and dear to you, what's important to your family, and you know, and move that in the direction that you want to go. And uh, I think that's uh, uh, that's what true leadership's about is, is setting, knowing where you want to go, setting that course to get there. So well, yeah. I'm glad we are able to connect with you, and I'm yeah. glad you're able to be there to, to share well, with us. Well, I'm so. glad you you invited me, and uh, I feel next year that I'm going to be a better farmer in this year. And and I think that's. You know, if I want to say a saying that every farmer's got to think, is, is your farm better this year than it was last year? And if it's not, why not? And, huh? You know, and what do you need to improve? And and even though people say, well, boy, your farm is really different and you've gone a long ways, I, I don't feel I'm even close. Right. You know, I feel I can just keep getting better and better. And so things like Ag Emerge and this gathering today mm -hmm. and yesterday at Pacinus Ranch are just tools to make me a better it, farmer. It just makes farming fun, too, yeah. doesn't it? Well, yeah, but farming for me is fun every yeah. Every day. A little yeah. stressful, but fun. So. Well, thank you for your time here, Scott. I appreciate it. And uh, I encourage you to stay plugged in with the Aggie Merge community. That's just getting going now with uh, posts back and forth. So like the collaborative tools that we're in with the, the SIG group, uh -huh. that's going to be for, for Ag Emerge attendees to where we can stay connected with people or, or bounce grazing ideas off of each uh -huh. other as an example or cover crop right. ideas or, or those kind of things. So okay. I encourage you and I encourage everybody listening to this to, uh, to do that. And uh, anyway, we sure, we sure thank you. So from Picenes, California, this has been the Ag Emerge podcast with Scott Park from Park Farm Organics in uh, Meridian, California. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Scott Park on today's Ag Emerge podcast. Scott has done a great job of implementing new practices and ideas on his farm. California. It's fun to see how he's taken what he learned at Aggie Merge and is putting it into practice using a crawl-walk-run technique. Uh, he's crawling right now the sheep uh, integrating on his alfalfa acres, but they see how it works and his son is just in love with what's going on out there and he wants to make it work in a larger context on their farm. So they're looking at getting their own flock of sheep a little larger scale in order to keep them 12 months a year and figure out how to integrate them into their farm. And then when he's got that done, I expect he'll scale that and probably sell wholesale and possibly even direct and bring more team members onto the farm, create more value and, and more opportunities for more people. So it's wonderful to see when, when people are given an idea and they have the right mindset to take action on it and then have the leadership and support they need to make it happen. That's what Ag Emerge is all about, and that's what our Ag Solutions Network team members are here to help you do. So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you on the next Ag Emerge podcast.